you're listening to a Big MX Radio Podcast. Brought to you by Arma Energy. Presented by Fly Racing, W Wheels, Bill's Pipes, Just One Helmets, X-Brand Goggles, Shades of Grey Custom Helmet Painting, Rhino Power Sports Supplements, Roy Borton Suspension, Watts Perfections, and Golden Tire. Simply the best, motocross and supercross news from around the globe. And now, here's your host, Brad Gephardt. Welcome to the Arma Energy Drink Big MX Radio Podcast Show, brought to you by Fly Racing, Bill's Pipes, X-Brand Goggles, Just One Helmets, and W Wheels. I am your host, Brad Gephardt, but with us on the line, we've got none other than Fly Racing Zone, the 253, none other than John Short. John, how's it going? Oh, it's going good. Thank you guys for having me on the show. Good day. Hey, I appreciate you giving me some time, man. Uh, it's been a long time coming. Been hearing you, uh, your name pop up in the results a little bit. And uh, what better time than uh, to grab you right before Red Bud? Yeah, uh, like I said, I appreciate you guys, appreciate you guys having me on. Uh, I'm looking forward to a good weekend here at Red Bud. And of course, John, we all already follow you on Instagram. Uh, but if they don't already... Uh, what's the handle that we that they reach you at? Uh, John Short two fifty three is my handle. So you've recently uh, just dolled up the bikes. Uh, I, I called you earlier. You're putting on graphics. Uh, fa- favorite part about putting on graphics? Least favorite part part about putting on graphics? Oh man, my my favorite part about graphics is the finished product. When you're done and you look back and you see how good they look. Uh, I definitely can't say I like putting on the side number plates. That's probably like my Keely feel putting graphics on. I like to get bubbles. No Something, you know. Exactly. Not enough heat or swears invented to, uh, to, to get those to go on smoothly, right? Oh, no. I mean, you, half the time I have to use a razor blade and, you know, cut out the bubbles or, you know, poke holes, get the air out. It's, it's a pain. Anything special planned for the graphics for uh, Red Bud? I know uh, your good friend Cheyenne Harmon had uh, a little bit of Chuck Norris-themed bike going on. He won't be on the line this weekend, as far as we know so far. Hopefully he gets an engine in the next 24 hours. But if not, what's your setup? Yeah, uh, we've actually got some pretty similar graphics. Uh, McCoy Oldenburg at uh, OCD Design uh, got us with some really sweet Red Bud team graphics. Uh, they got a a bald eagle in them, and they're, they're Chuck Norris approved. Chuck Norris is in the graphics, and then, you know, obviously they have the red, white, and blue stars and stripes. So uh, they're really cool. They're by far the uh, the most uh, custom graphics I've ever had. They're pretty sweet. No doubt. you got to uh, represent on uh, the 4th of July. Oh, yeah, definitely. Now, you're a Texas boy, so I'm going to go ahead and predict that you probably don't have a whole lot of laps on red, but... No, uh, this will be my first time ever going to Red Bud. Uh, as a matter of fact, I haven't been to any of these, uh, any of the races in the series, so it's a learning experience every weekend. So uh, obviously, uh, this is your first full season as a professional. You are uh, how old, my friend? I'm 20 years old. You're 20 years old, and nobody gets to the professional ranks without a great set of sponsors and a great uh, foundation around them. Good family. Um, tell, tell me a little bit about your, uh, your rise to uh, motocross stardom. Uh, yeah, I, I started riding racing. Uh, I started riding 
three years old and, um, you know, run on the weekends, rode for fun. My dad and I did cross-country races locally in Texas uh, until I was 12, 13, around 13. I started racing motocross locally, then 14, I uh, decided I wanted to race Loretta's and all that, and uh, I actually made it to Loretta's when I was 15 in the Super Mini class, and then, you know, each year I went to Loretta's, and last year was my A-class year, and then I uh, went pro after Loretta's and did uh, Utah and Indiana in the 250 class, and then uh, was supposed to race Supercross this year with uh, HRT and uh, injured my back before the season started, so that definitely slowed me down, and I had to miss that, and um, so here we are racing outdoors in the 450 class and uh, just making the most of it, having some fun. Uh, fancy yourself more of a 250 guy or a 450 guy? Uh, I'd like to think I'm more of a 450 guy. I'm a, a smoother rider, more calculated. I don't normally, you know, get sketchy, hang it out, and just go for it. You know, I like to be smooth and carry speed. And, uh, you know, I, I think I'm more of a 450 guy, definitely. Fair enough. Uh, yeah, you, you're, you're a pretty tall guy, are you not? <laughs> no, no, I'm, I'm like 5'7". Well, that's just a but... nickname. Yeah, that, that's that's funny you say that. Everybody calls me John Tall. You know, I guess poking fun at my last name, short. John, seems like you've been able to uh, capture lightning in a bottle a few different motos so far this year, but uh, consistently, consistently, consistency has been your uh, Achilles' heel. Uh, what do you have to do to uh, capture that lightning twice in one event? Uh, you know, that's kind of it's tough to say. I just go out there every moto and give it my all. I think I need to, uh, you know, try and limit the mistakes for one, you know, the motos that I do bad, either something happens, you know, I fall over or get a bad start or stall it or something silly. So I, I just need to kind of work on some of those things during the week and, uh, just try and put two consistent motos together, get two good starts and, uh, show what I can do. No doubt. Uh, it's, there's a lot of different ideologies that go around on when to come out as a pro. Uh, you've decided to come out in the 450 class in outdoors. Uh, I know your plan was to originally race out uh, Supercross on the East Coast. Um, why did you end up changing your mind or what fell through for you to end up on a 450 outdoors? And uh, how have you liked it so far? Uh, yeah, the for me, the reason I went 450 outdoors is just uh, it's so expensive to for one, to build a 250, and, and three, to, to maintain it and uh, keep it going all season. And so for me, as a privateer with, uh, with with limited funding and stuff, it just made sense to go the 450 route. And, you know, I'm able to run a stock motor and still be somewhat competitive. So uh, that was my big reasoning behind it. And, you know, so far I'm loving loving racing every weekend, loving the Pro Series, you know. Um it's been good to me, and um, hopefully I can just keep improving and getting better and, you know, finish the season out with a bang. No doubt, and you've been doing well on that motor so far. Um, you mentioned earlier that uh, you're putting graphics on the bike. Uh, does that mean that you're spinning your own wrenches as well? Yeah, yeah. Uh, I don't have a mechanic that travels with me full-time or anything. I've been fortunate enough to have some friends uh, who have met up with me at the races and, you know, helped me wash bikes and uh keep everything together on the weekends. Uh, but as far as, you know, during the week, you know, practicing, you know, the training, the, the riding, the mechanic, that's, that's all on me. So, uh, 
you know, oil changes, filters, you know, tires, flats, whatever. Uh, I, I handle that myself. No doubt. A true uh, iron man of the sport and uh, doing it the old school way, man. That's pretty cool. Yeah. Yeah, I love it. So obviously, uh, coming from Texas, I'm going to go ahead and guess that you might not have had a ton of experience in the mud. Uh, what was your mindset going into uh, the second 450 moto this past weekend in uh, in Bud's Creek where uh, you wa- you were trying to back up your fifth, 15th place finish in the first moto uh, and uh, instead you headed out there and um, had some struggles? Yeah, uh, I, I honestly didn't think they were going to run the second moto due to the heavy amounts of rain, the lightning, the tornado watch. Uh, I figured the track would just be underwater to the point where we couldn't ride, but uh, the track crew did a good job getting the track ready for us to ride. Uh, when I was going up the line, I was just, you know, thinking, all right, stay up, get a good start, don't go down, you know, keep your gloves dry, keep your goggles on, and uh, unfortunately it didn't work out. I ended up, you know, going down once and uh, had a bad start and, uh, it just didn't go my way, so I ended up, you know, pulling off, saving my motor, and, uh, you know, just saving it for uh, for Redbud this weekend. My practice bike blew up just a couple weeks ago, so I've only got the one motor to get me through, so I just made the, the smart call and saved it for Redbud. Sounds like a team manager style uh, decision. You literally are your uh, your team manager. You're you're the rider, the owner, uh, the mechanic. Uh, a lot of things go into that. You're thinking about a lot of things during the week that a lot of guys are not thinking of. Making sure that your gear is on point. Of course, you wear that beautiful fly racing gear. Uh, um, what, what what's the hardest part about your program right now? And if you could change anything or let let somebody else take over one of the things, what would it be? Uh, honestly, just having someone to help me with everything, you know, just, you know, come Sunday, I got to go over the race bike and uh, make sure I've got all the parts ordered and everything and uh, get the bike torn down clean, make sure there's nothing major wrong. And uh, it's honestly someone to help me with, with the uh, with the bike, you know, uh, taking care of everything in that aspect, the cooking, uh, the laundry, just, Honestly, just like a right-hand man that I could have with me to help me take care of everything, you know. But um, we're we're making do with what we have, so I'm I'm not complaining. I'm happy to be at the races. Well, uh, your roadmate uh, Cheyenne Harmon, he's got a mechanic along with him. Uh, does he lend a hand at all, uh, or uh, is uh, is Cheyenne uh, uh, a bit of a uh, is he more of a hindrance to your program, or is he a helper? No, I mean he's he's definitely not a hindrance. Uh, we. we Put the gas cost uh, and drive. He helps me driving, and uh, we're able to train together during the week, work out, and ride. Uh, It's definitely nice to have someone you can trust and uh, depend on and to train with during the week and help you out with your riding and whatever else. And, um, you know, Jake helps me when he can. um, But, you know, overall, I don't want to take him away from Cheyenne, you know. And, uh, you know, I want Cheyenne to have the best he can have, so. Totally. Who uh, who throws a nastier whip, you or Cheyenne? Oh man, I I, I can't really whip that well, so I'm gonna go with Cheyenne probably. Probably Cheyenne. Fair enough. Only seven years into the uh, the sport of <laughs> racing motocross, uh, uh, easy to uh, easy to believe that you you might be uh, lacking in that particular skill set. But uh, when it comes down to motos, you've uh, you you've had the edge so far. Um, 
goals going forward as far as um, positions and consistency? Uh, my goal is to get a better better overall finish, really. You know, get some more top 15 motos and uh, just keep pushing towards the front. Um, I've had some good motos here and there, but I haven't been able to back it up in the second moto. Normally, my first motos haven't been as good, but this past weekend, I had a better first moto than a second moto. So I just need to put two good motos together. That's my goal and get a better overall finish. You know, I'd, I'd like to be a solid top 15 guy. That's my goal. And, um, hopefully we can make that happen here in the next round or two. Absolutely. I know we'd all love to see that. And, uh, one person I know who would, uh, absolutely take great pride in that is, uh, is your old man. And, uh, with Father's Day only a few weeks behind us, uh, um, if you could just uh, tell us a little bit about the, like, your relationship with, with, uh, with your Moto Dad and, uh, how he introduced you to the sport. And, uh, I gotta imagine he's gonna give this a listen and, uh, be smiling at, uh, how, uh, what a, uh, nice young man he's, uh, raised. Yeah, my dad and I have a great relationship. Um, unfortunately, I was unable to spend Father's Day with him. I was at a Club MX in uh, South Carolina, staying on the East Coast. But um, now he's he's the one who got me in this, into the sport when I was young and um, got me riding motorcycles, took me to the races. And, uh, you know, up until I turned pro, he was able to go to all the races with me and stuff and help me out. But, uh, you know, just like most dads, he's got a job. So he's got to stay home and you know, work, but, um, you know, uh, he's, he's super pumped on the whole season and excited to see me living my dream. And, um, I couldn't be happier with the support and, uh, and love that he's given me. So yeah, we have a great relationship. That's right on, man. Uh, behind every great racer, there's no doubt uh, a phenomenal family, and it's uh, it's a real uh, team effort getting you guys to that top level and, uh, a, a ton of great stories along the way. Um, like you said earlier, these East Coast tracks are a little bit foreign to you. Uh, what's the game plan coming into uh, Red Bud this weekend? Yeah, uh, my game plan is kind of the same as any of the other weekends. Uh, learn the track as quick as possible. Take a lot of time on Friday to learn it and memorize it in my head. And uh, the biggest deal for me is go uh, out, you know, second lap after I do my sight lap and just go fast. Just try and learn the track. Don't don't go slow, you know, don't take too much time getting to know the track, kind of go for it and get a fast time down early. That'll kind of, that kind of sets the tone for the day for me. So that's, that's my goal. And when in doubt, look pro, go slow, bro. Right. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, and look, looking pro is fairly easy when you're sponsored by fly racing. One of the best companies out there. They, of course, uh, Sponsored this podcast, but um, honestly, I, I was I bounced around on a bunch of different gear companies. You name it, had it, wore it, enjoyed it. Uh, got a pair, a set of gear um, as a bit of a gift, and uh, I love the stuff, love the brand, and that's why I asked them to sponsor the show. They were the only company that I approached, and they were nice enough to do so. What's your favorite product from Fly Racing? Uh, why do you like it? Oh, they're they're definitely the best gear company i've ever had behind me um my favorite gear that they've got uh definitely their new spring dented line that they came out with uh i love the red white and blue stuff i'll be wearing it this weekend hopefully and um i mean it's it's lightweight lightweight durable i mean dented what else what else do you need really you know well they do make great socks as well yeah they do make some awesome socks and some good helmets 
you know. Decent helmets, that F2 Carbon. Do you wear the the, the F2 Carbon or that the, their newer helmet? Uh, I just I run the F2 Carbon. That's that's what I've worn the past couple years. Fair enough. Uh, any uh, uh, custom custom paint jobs on there at all for uh, uh, like the the whole season and or uh, this weekend's special uh, Independence Day? No, 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 no uh, paint jobs. Just uh, running the stock fly colors, trying to find some red, white, and blue colors they have, and kind of throw it together and have a good patriotic look. Absolutely, man. Um, they're great looking helmets, and uh, you look good in them. Uh, the uh, the two fifty three, um, little, little bit of an odd or an odd number. I imagine that you're just a, a really big Jimmy Albertson fan, and you want to try the closest number to his uh, that you could. Uh, any reason why you uh, chose that particular digit? Uh, yeah, uh, after Loretta's last year, uh, I was trying to find, you know, get my licensing taken care of, and all the numbers that I wanted were taken. I tried six or seven numbers and I ended up just saying, just give me the lowest one you have. And it ended up being 253. So, uh, I stuck with it this year just to keep the same number, but, uh, definitely, uh, just a random number. Just a random number, compelling story and rich. Love it. Um, <laughs> any chance uh, of, if you were to get a, uh, a, uh, permanent number you eventually get to the point where you're top 10 in points you get to pick a top two-digit number uh, and maybe even a one-digit number at some point but uh, two-digit wise what would you go with i would go with 47 that's uh been my number since i pretty much started racing is my dad number two so that's that's kind of like the family number you know that's to go to Play for the 47. Uh, no, no chance of you lobbying to get uh, one of those numbers. Like uh, was was 247, 347, 447, 547. They were all taken when you looked for numbers. I I tried all of them. I tried all. <laughs> of them. I even tried 741. Ah, that would have been good too. Yeah. Um, fair enough, man. Well, um. Any plans for Supercross wise? And I'm talking before it come before we gate drops in either the East or West Coast uh, to head overseas to do some uh, some European Supercrosses. I know another guy who uh, currently uh, works at Fly Racing, high, a high proponent to uh, going overseas and getting those very important gate drops uh, before the season starts. Yeah, that's something I'm definitely interested in. I don't really have much of an idea how to go about it. Um, I guess I need to get with uh, with Jason maybe and uh, have him give me some advice. But uh, I'd love to go overseas and get some experience. And uh, you know, before the season starts, it's a good way to get your feet wet. Seems like. Well, you know why they call him JT Money, correct? No. Because he'd he'd fly anywhere and race anywhere for five hundred bucks. <laughs> I didn't know that, but. That's good. Yeah, absolutely. It's like they use the the king of those money races, uh, multi time. German Supercross champion, champion, Finnish super, uh, Supercross winner, uh, and and all of those uh, overseas Supercrosses. I think that would be a great addition to your program. Get to see the world, maybe get to uh, tickle some girls in other countries. <laughs> probably won't do that. My girlfriend probably wouldn't be too happy about that one. No, but, uh, she'd be bummed about that. But, she would be uh, bummed about that one. I'll probably pass on that, but I'll definitely, definitely try and get overseas and do some preseason racing. 
Fair enough. I like to hear that. Uh, as far as uh, your bunkmate, if you have Cheyenne Harmon, uh, where you're going to have him on just in a few minutes here, we're going to do a second round of trivia because most people who listen to this don't know that this is the second time I'm doing doing this interview today. But uh, tell us a little bit about uh, traveling with Cheyenne, uh, the positives, the negatives, uh, maybe some uh, interesting stories so far on the road. Yeah, um, it, it's fun traveling with Cheyenne. I, I, had, I didn't know him real well before the trip started, so I definitely know know his ins and outs now. Uh, we get along good, you know. We're, we're uh, we both like to work hard, ride, train, all that good stuff. So, uh, you know, we get along good. But definitely, uh, one story I've got is, you know, if if the water's cold in the shower, he won't shower. He hadn't showered since Monday. It's Thursday evening now. He finally took a shower. Uh, that that's one of the things I'm not real hot on, you know. I wish he'd shower a little more, but no big deal. Stinky teenagers is not good for anybody, especially when you're you're on the road and dealing with uh, dirt bikes and dirty guys. No, no, definitely not a good combination. Fair enough. Well, um, as far as uh, like. Picking, picking a bike brand, why the Yamaha? And uh, given the fact with all the buzz around uh, the, uh, the a different brand, a different bike of sorts, uh, any uh, any interest in running a two-stroke at any point? Uh, as far as racing them in the, in, the, in the Outdoor Nationals, I probably would prefer not racing a two-stroke just because I feel like you're <laughs> at a disadvantage before the gate drops. But, uh, but as far as the Yamaha, I mean, I... I chose that just because I, I rode it all year last year and loved the bike and uh, just wanted to stick with it. It's a good bike, fast out of the box, handles good. So, best track in Texas to ride. If it had a national, how 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 far up the uh, results would you finish? Ooh, I'd probably say Oak Hill Raceway in Decatur, Texas. Um, I've spent new, you know, endless, fun, endless amounts of laps out there. Uh, I think it would be a pretty good, pretty good national. Uh, I think I'd do well there because I know the track, like the back of my hand, I can ride it with my eyes closed pretty much. Have you ever stuffed Mitchell Oldenburg in a corner? I don't know that I have. Uh, I think he's probably stuffed me in a corner before. But That's close. Yeah, I mean, same thing, right? Exactly the same thing. It's just uh, it's just being on the other end of it. It's not fine. Um, how about we uh, call up that uh, that good friend of your Cheyenne, get a couple of uh, trivia questions out of the way, uh, and uh, and this time with a little less something extra on the on the uh, on the line because uh, in the last round you are our champion, correct? Yeah, yeah. I, I won the the first round, even though it wasn't recorded. I, I won. You did win, and uh, I, I was witness, witness to that, and you will still get your prize of a uh, iTunes gift card, but uh, uh, we'll add a little something extra into this next one. Before we add Cheyenne, uh, would you do me the favor of um, of listing off some sponsors for me, uh, everyone who's helping you out, making things possible? Yeah, uh, my I have to thank my family first off. Uh, they been behind me 100% since I was little, and uh, I only dreamed of riding pro. So um, I have to thank them first and foremost. So I'd like to thank the the Morris family, Chris, Lisa, Nick. Uh, they've done so much for me this year to get me to the races. Uh, ACM Services, Jim Lewis at Merge. Uh, he's, he's helped me out a lot getting the bike working great. Uh, Fly Racing, Max at Fly. 
John Knowles at Scott, uh, EP Trucking, Adrenaline MX, Motor X, OCD Graphics, Dunlop, um, just just everybody. I appreciate everything you do for me. Thank you. Excellent. Great to hear you uh, showing your appreciation for all those sponsors. Uh, let's throw it to commercial break right now on the Big MX Radio Podcast, brought to you by Bills Pipes, Fly Racing, X-Brand Goggles, W Wheels, and Just One Helmets. Uh, we'll be right back with Cheyenne Harmon and John Short. Hey, this is Fly Racing's John Short on the number 253 machine, and we're going to commercial. We'll be right back. All right, guys. All right, guys. It's time for a commercial. If there's one item to be picky about, it's choosing the right helmet. I'm Andrew Short, and I choose the F2 Carbon from Fly Racing. You too can wear the exact same helmet I wear, Trey Kennard wears, Jimmy Albertson wears, and many others. The F2 Carbon is a helmet loaded with details that make a huge difference in comfort and safety. Lightweight materials, phenomenal airflow, and a super comfortable sweat-absorbing liner and generous eye port design to accommodate any goggle choice are just a few. And did I mention how super trick these helmets look? Straight off the shelf and onto the racetrack. If you are looking for one amazing helmet, look no further than the F2 Carbon from Fly Racing. For more information about Fly Helmets and other products from Fly Racing, visit them on the web at flyracing.com. What's wrong, Jeff? I don't know, Jay. Well, you better fuel up with a nutritious breakfast with oats and bran. Oats and bran? I didn't think there was such a thing. That's what I used to think. Now, I start out every morning with a bowl of Amigos. For extreme kids like us. X-Racing Man. But more than box, what Big Jeff likes is a fat bowl. Amigos with bran. Fat bowl. Amigos with bran. Oats for power. Brands for speed. Who that tastes, what a delicious treat. Cereal bees, Emigos. That's what I call fueling for the big ride. Hey kids, start out every morning with a fat bowl. When it comes to helmets, there is just one. The helmet brand that is. Just One Helmets is tailor-made for motocross and street bike riding, and now available in North America. Who chooses Just One? Well, for starters, Tim Geiser, winner of the Italian round in MX2, David Philipparts, Vicky Golden, Trevor Reese, as well as David Pulley. And you know what? So do I. I choose Just One Helmets because they are simply the safest, lightest, and most comfortable lid available. Want to know more about Just One Helmets? Check them out on the web at www.justonehelmets.com. Find out about the J12, the J32, and all of the colorways that are absolutely blow your socks off. So guys, please head over to www.justonehelmets.com today. Go check them out. You won't be disappointed. Two thousand and fourteen X Brand Goggles is back and better than ever. From the Scatter X, Volcano, and Phantom Goggle, X Brand has the product to make you stand out on race day. The quality of X Brand products is second to none. Great lenses, incredible frame, and a strap that doesn't wear out. Great tear-offs, zip-off systems, nose guard, and more. Check out 
eksbrand.com for all of the accessories and pricing. WUSA is your one-stop shop for quality wheel sets in America. All of the best components built for the toughest conditions. Hit up WUSA.com, that's D-U-B-Y-A-U-S-A.com right now and check out the custom wheel builder selection. Pick your rims, pick your hubs, pick your spokes, even pick your nipples and see what it's going to look like on your bike. On the website you'll drool over components like XL and DID rims, Talon and Kite aluminum hubs, Galfer and Brembo brakes, and spokes that take a licking and keep on ticking. The same wheels that you buy are built by the same guys we're building wheels for. Ryan Dungey, Jeremy Martin, Chad Reed, and the entire Geico Honda team. And I kid you not, if they are not told whose wheels are whose, they just build amazing product. And I want you guys in a set of W wheels. So do what I did and head to dubyausa.com today. WUSA, all things wheels. What's up guys? It's time to talk a little bit about Roy Borden Race. He's the performance specialist. Suspension, making a motor work, balancing a bike, or just maintenance. He's got the tools and know-how to make sure that your bike is ready on race day or practice. Roy Borden has strength in years of experience and the best technology and best tools at his disposal. Whether you're getting your forks redone, seals, or a full, full-blown rebuild on your forks or, or shock. Call up Roy Borton today at 204-633-2722. And we're back, not so live, on the Big MX Radio Podcast, brought to you by Bill's Pipes, Just One Helmets, and W Wheels, and of course, Fly Racing, those guys in there as well. I am your host, Brad Gephardt, but now with us on the line, Cheyenne Harmon, the 645 on uh, Not So Fast Husky right now. <laughs> yeah, it's not it's not going so well right now. I uh uh out practicing Tuesday and I grenaded a motor, so yeah, she's not doing so hot right now. Needs some open heart surgery. Uh we'll get done uh in short order. Unfortunately might not be on the line for this weekend, which which means you won't be able to fly those Chuck Norris graphics that you're tell you're showing me earlier. Yeah, I'm pretty bummed about that. OCD Graphics came up with some uh, pretty sweet graphics for me and John, and uh, you know I was really looking forward to uh, running over this weekend. But you know, I uh, just have to put it on display and let it look good and put it to use another time. Cheyenne, Cheyenne uh, uh, I know I, I know follow, I follow you, on you on Instagram as well as many other should, should, but if they don't, they don't already, already. Where can where they, can they find, find you? Oh uh, yeah, 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 by any chance, might you be uh, doing some extra prep work on uh, on John Short's bike? You know, like uh, you might need some ha- a hand uh, getting that bike uh, dialed in for race day. Are you going to help out your uh, competition? Uh, I think he's actually got some help coming, but I'll you know I'll help him in, in any way I can. You know, whether it's helping him make a sandwich or get some goggles ready or video on why he's practicing or whatever it be, uh, I'll help out uh, my buddy in any way I can. 
help him out with some deodorant, uh, <laughs> this, that, and other thing. Maybe a massage between motos. Yeah, I don't know about that. You got to have a massage buddy on the road, brother. No, man, we don't <laughs> roll that way. That's where we draw the line. Fair enough. <laughs> uh, I see how it is. Uh, now, the two of you have been traveling across the country uh, with, of course, your, your mechanic in tow as well. Uh, best and worst part about uh, traveling with uh, John Short? Um, the worst part is he gets naked a lot. Um, yeah. And we're in a pretty small quarter, so I usually wake up with a butt in my face. And uh, he's, got, he's got a stanky booty hole. He's got some nasty farts. But uh, the good part about traveling with him is, is um, uh, you know, i got a nice workout buddy who's uh, in good shape and he's got some good workouts. And, you know, he's doing better than me on the track. So um, he kind of helps me out there. And uh, so that's a good thing. You know, definitely helps out having somebody to kind of bounce stuff off of and kind of give you some tips. No doubt. Uh, earlier in the conversation, you may not have heard uh, uh, John claiming that he's got nicer whips than you. Said he's like, I could beat that kid in a whip contest seven days a week. Care, oh, care, to, care to comment on that? You know, um, I haven't seen too many of John's whips, so I, I can't say much, but maybe that's saying something I haven't seen any whips. So, I mean, I, I say we, we're going to have to have a whip competition when I get my bike back going. All right, well, John, the the gauntlet has been thrown down. Yeah, yeah. I, I didn't claim that Cheyenne. <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh, man. Of course. You know what? Uh, I don't care I don't care what John says about you, Cheyenne. I think you're a good guy. <laughs> Appreciate that. Appreciate it. Awesome, guys. Well, uh, let's, let's jump into some trivia here so I can let you guys uh, get on with the rest of your night. It's 1030 where you're at, so... I'm an hour behind you. Um, first question right off the hop. Like, first of all, are you guys ready? Yes. Yeah. What's all on right. the line this time? Uh, we're going to do a second uh, gift card for $25 to the iTunes gift store or uh, iTunes uh, app store or iTunes music. Uh, but uh, also in this is a, uh, a pack of unopened hockey cards uh, from my personal stash. What do you think? Oh, <laughs> yeah, I could win those. That could, that's how I could pay my mechanic this week is a pop art. There yeah, you go. They, the it, it, they also come with gu uh, gum on the inside. Oh, wow. Yeah, JP will be pumped on it. Solid. Uh, what does JP stand for? Uh, his name is Jake Parker, but we call him JP. We got a lot of names for him, but we won't go into that because I don't want him to get upset. Fair enough, fair enough. All right. Uh, first, first question on the docket. Um, James Stewart won his very first outdoor national. It was at what racetrack? John, 2002 Hangtown. Boom. John, once again, jumping out to the early lead. Cheyenne, uh, you're, you're not too quick off the draw. What's, uh, what's the deal with that? Uh, I wasn't very sure. But technically, the last time, I, I got the first uh, question right. So, just throwing it out there. It's not what I remember. <laughs> That's what I remember. But Fair it's enough. all good. I, I, just, I wasn't sure. wasn't sure on that one. Uh, currently, there is only one 
motocross racer in the world that has placed first overall in a uh, MXGP or uh, American Outdoor National, uh, who is uh, with a just one helmet on, who might that rider be? Uh, Cheyenne, it would be... Why did I just forget? Is it Max Anstey? It's not Max Anstey. John Blake Baggett? No. Blake Baggett hasn't won yet. No, yeah, you're right. <laughs> Tim Geiser. Tim Geiser on the uh, over over in the states, riding for uh, the same Honda team as uh, Gautier Paulin. He's riding with a just one helmet, and he got first overall in three nationals so far, two in a row this last weekend uh, in Germany. Next question. Yeah, I didn't know that. When Ryan Dungey turned professional, his first national number was. John, I am one sixty. Was it one sixty two? Uh, was it was that was not his uh, his first national number. John, uh, John, sixty two, sixty two. John is correct. Two in a row already for John. He's out out front and styling. Uh, with that fly racing gear. Um, quickly, Cheyenne, how awesome are those just one helmets? Man, I love those things. They're uh, they're real light. They're definitely cool looking. Um, something a little bit different than, you know, you don't see a lot of people with them yet. So I like them. They're very comfortable. And, uh, yeah, they're cool helmets. I like them. And who got you that deal? Uh, my buddy Brad at Big and Next Radio. Hell yeah. Uh, Mike Brown won his uh, his 125 national championship um, that wrapped up in 2001 at one at what racetrack? John Still City. Boom! Three, three in a row out of five. Cheyenne, you can't even win yet. You can't even win anymore. Uh, John, are you googling this stuff? No, I'm just standing outside. I don't even have time to Google it. <laughs> Dude, I'm off. I'm out of it. I, I'm not knowing any of these answers. Fair enough. Hmm. Last question. For all the marbles, this is a four-point question. <laughs> um... Uh, Ricky Carmichael wore what number during his 1998 season? John, 168. Wrong. No, it was 167. Wrong. John, 57. Wrong. Uh, that was Casey Smith. Or K Casey uh, Kelly. Uh, no, he didn't. He did Wait, was it ninety-eight? He would have only raced raced with this number at a couple of uh, at a couple of supercrosses because in outdoors he wore number one. What number did he race uh, ride with during supercross that year? Was it number six? It was number six, and for four points and the win. <laughs> To Cheyenne Harmon. Dude, that was a comeback. That was a Carmichael comeback right there. It was. Late moto, John got tired, and uh, you scooped it out from underneath him. 
Yes, I can finally see. I just got an iPhone, so I haven't got to buy anything off iTunes, so I can finally give you some songs. So I'm pumped on it. Perfect. Well, I'll get that to you at uh, Millville National, July 18th. Uh, what t- when do you guys get to the, the racetrack? Uh, we'll get there tomorrow, probably around 10 or 11, set up. No, no, Millville. Uh, we'll be there Friday midday sometime. Oh, perfect. You, maybe you can catch one of my motos, because I'll be racing okay. on your day. Heck yeah, we'll get out there we'll and I'll get some slow-mo video of you, bro. Oh, sweet. Uh, that That's always for the best, because then you can't tell how slow I'm actually going. I can put my own, I can put my my new iPhone on to the test. My new skills. There you go. Are you the latest employee of 7-Eleven Films? Um, no, not not an employee yet, but I, I will be a contributor anything iPhone. Because I'm excited anything about this iPhone. iPhone. Right on, man. Uh, well, as always, boys, I really appreciate you guys coming on the show. Uh, always lots of laughs. Cheyenne, you're, you're priceless, man. Uh, don't hang <laughs> up just yet. Uh, I'll get some uh, readers from you guys before you hang up. But uh, for podcast sake, we'll hang it up right there. Cool. Thanks for having us on. Yeah, appreciate it. Thank you for listening to the Big MX Podcast, brought to you by X-Brand Goggles. Be sure to check out our archive for episodes you may have missed. Check out our website at BigMXRadio.com for more content.